Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Hotbed, Episode Five. Can feminist porn give you the horn? I'm Lisa Williams. And I'm Anarchy Somerville. And I'm Cherry Healy. So today we're going to be talking about porn, which is a hotbed if ever there was one. Um, here's a little stat to start it all off. Pornhub, which is uh, probably the world's premier porn site, worked out that in 2016, 64 million people visited mm. their site per day. Whoa! Which is basically the entire population of the UK every single day. And that's just that site alone that doesn't take into account anything else. It wasn't just me either. Other people went <laughs> on that site as well. Just yeah, the exactly. Hotbed Collective <laughs> doing for research purposes. Um, now, porn's not going away, but is it turning us all into overwaxed anal mad zombies? And is there a better way? We are going to discuss it with a focus on the rise of feminist porn and whether that can save the world. We're also going to listen to a section of our live show where Cherry, Anarchy and I review some lube. Lube and porn, don't say we never treat you. Now, to set the scene, where are we? We're back in Cherry's boudoir. In the boudoir, podcast boudoir. We've got little tiny Joe. Lisa's just had the most beautiful little boy. He's very happy at the milk bar. (laughs) He is. He's a little bit snorty as ever. Fourth (laughs) member of the Hotbed Collective, so I apologise. I think the difference this week is that Cherry has um, dimmed the lights and closed the blinds, and it's feeling really rather red light special. What you don't know, and what you don't know, is that when we finish this, I'm going to put on Barry White and uh, get out the champers. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, God, I can't wait. Now, Cherry, what are you wearing? Um, this week I am wearing a baby grow with Breton stripes because I'm honouring our newest member of Hotbed by mimicking his style. So, Mm. everything that Joe wears from now on. Um, I'm going to wear, and yes, I am wearing a nappy as well, because I'm thorough. <laughs> You'll be in Heat magazine, who wore it better, Cherry or Baby Joe? <laughs> oh, that scares me, because... Um, the image is quite terrifying. It's quite terrifying. <laughs> also, Ray's discovered a channel on YouTube, because there's obviously all these very strange videos mm. that come up when she watches, because I haven't worked out how to put the parental control thing on. But anyway, she's found a video on there where it's grown men dressed as babies. So a couple of times she said, Mummy, there's a man and he's dressed as a baby and I'm watching it. And that's the moment usually when I know I've got to come in and intervene. (laughs) What what are are you wearing, Anarchy? Well, I thought, because you were talking about being smooth and waxen, what Mm. I've done is I've tried to spend the last probably three months growing as much body hair as possible. Mm. So I've just got 
a lot of leg hair and then I've tried to not do my bikini line for such a long time mm. and just to see as an experiment how long it would grow and it's actually just on my inner knee area so yeah. it's actually Impressive. gone all the way down very fine hair and then mm. it gets darker and darker all the way up here mm-hmm. and then it started to expand up to my belly button mm. so I'm thinking if I keep going I won't need to wear any trousers no because it'll be taken care of God, that's so, insulation. I, I get know. cold really easily. I think I might start doing that. And it's fine as long as you just get past the idea that they're going to be poking through tights. <laughs> that's I the wouldn't want to wear um, torn jeans because no. you get like a big bush out the knee. No, and there area. is a brilliant moment in Mrs. Doubtfire where Robin Williams is sat on a bus as Mrs. Doubtfire and he reveals that he's a lady by mm. his very, 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 very hairy <laughs> legs. Well, a man lady. Mm. And so that's what I have to be a bit careful of. Mm. It's like even now I'm aware that there's a lot of thick hair. Mm. How low can you grow? Exactly. How low well, can I you keep, grow? There's only one person who's going to be saving money this winter on her heating bills, and that is Anarchy. Yeti Somerville. Yeti Somerville. Lisa, what are you wearing? I'm wearing nothing. And it's really Hooray! polite of you to have not made reference to that already. But I was so <laughs> buoyed by the body confidence episode last yes. week that I decided just to embrace full nudity, having posed oh. nude. In Perth, uh, Scotland, yeah. I now just have done away with clothes, which makes um, feeding yeah. a baby much quicker. So much faster. And nobody really looked. I mean, when you arrived here, it was fine. I no, was amazed. Was Shepherd's Bush seems I to be ready I did turn the heating it. up, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think you've got to push boundaries, and yeah. people are more liberal and understanding than you than you think. Well, but you thank did you, wax. Lisa. You did wax. I'm waxed. Yeah. I'm fully waxed. waxed. But she um, is a gift. Lisa is a gift. Thank so you. Thank you. From the gods. So let's talk about porn, peoples. So the reason that we thought we would do this is that there's been a slow and steady rise of feminist porn. And I don't think it's an area people know much about. I think most people, when they think of porn, will think of going to Pornhub and Googling MILF or lesbian or one of the other big, um, you know, search terms on this site. But feminist porn is a really interesting sector. And um, I think... It's one that I want more people to know about. So, Cherry's raised her hand. I'm raising my hand. I would like you to try and define what feminist porn yes, is. Yes, me too. Because yeah. when I first heard that statement, I thought, well, that doesn't sound very horny. So, what, pray tell Lisa, is, in fact, feminist porn? Did you think it was going to be porn involving... Um, eminent feminists no sadly not although that would have been mega hot I thought it was going to be kind of have lots of politics in it and (laughs) be quite statementy I thought Mm. dungarees would definitely come in massive you love a dungaree Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think it would just be incredibly hot and sexy and amazing so what is the difference between porny porn yes Pornhub porn and feminist porn. I would say that I'll just explain quickly a bit of background is that I review films for a site and a magazine called Electric Sheep and I happen to have made a little niche for myself as feminist porn critic. <laughs> so I've watched quite a lot of it and I have to say that there isn't a unified um, definition or an agreed definition of what feminist porn is. However, a uh, common denominator is that women are involved in the production so they will be um, female filmmakers um they tend to be much fairer in terms of the workplace the women are better look the the porn stars are well looked after well paid they tend to depict things like the female orgasm in a more Mm. realistic way um and they tend to be much more sensitive to things like the depiction of people of color so people of color will be not fetishized Mm. as they might be in mainstream porn essentially it's 
it's ethical porn um and there are different degrees of it obviously because i would say some feminist some stuff that comes under the bracket of feminist porn is actually very mainstream porn it just happens to have been written by a woman or directed by Mm. women um and then it can be much more extreme in the sense of um you're very right on you know right on left wing why so my question is to all of us why is it not just called ethical porn rather than feminist porn because i think in a way Mm. that label feminist porn can be a bit of a turn off in terms of when i think of feminism i think of quite not not a kind of sexy chat but you know an important political powerful political chat Mm -hmm. um problem is if you say and also it feels very very a women's Yes. Uh, whereas I, I yes. when when I watched it, I realised that this is for everybody who doesn't want to watch people being um, garroted sat by on, a large sat on. Pair of hands. No, but if you want to be, you can still be garroted by a large mm. pair of hands on feminist porn. Mm. But as in every, there's a much more. It's it's consensual, it's fair, it's yeah. equal, it's thoughtful. Um, doesn't mean to say that there can't be really extreme sexual acts on there, but it's just that it's. So the woman will orgasm as well as the man, for example. Mm, Whereas yeah. in porn, like Pornhub porn, um, a woman will very rarely, if ever, come. And if she does, it's very, 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 very fake. But also they never... Listen, everyone. Mm. It is very, very fake. In any sense that women come that easily, <laughs> if your girlfriend comes that easily, you are either, I mean, the mm. one in a million, or it's... Fake. <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Mm. Problem is, it sets such a bad standard. Also, on a really sobering, horrible note, there was um, a study. So there's been an academic study into aggression and porn, and it found this is back in 2010. Okay, so it's a bit mm. old, but it found that out of 304 scenes analysed, more than 88% contained physical aggression, oh. and more than 48% contained verbal aggression. Pr- mainly towards women and mainly by men um and the women who were being slapped garroted or whatever were kind of showing pleasure or responding mutually to the aggression my question about that so, so are you saying that that is obviously a bad thing the question with that is that the nancy friday book yes so many which by the way listeners is a book that contains a lot of very honest accounts of people's sexual fantasies mm-hmm. And then um, it's it's analysed, and there is a sense that this is actually a very normal part of sexual fantasy. Mm. So it's difficult because, you, of course, you don't want to encourage an unnatural level of violence in sex. In sex, think, yeah. Part of the problem is, I think that's well. It was interesting because I think the problem is it has to be consensual, which is consensual, not sensual. Because so I suppose people, that's the difference. Yeah. So yeah. what what you get the. A lot of porn narratives, if you're traditional porn, you'll watch and a woman will sometimes really not be enjoying what's happening to her, but underneath she's exposed as enjoying it. So it's that whole idea that she she really wants it, doesn't she? Like she's pretending that she doesn't want it, but she does really want it. Yes. And that's quite a difficult thing to it's navigate. It's a really difficult line. Because actually for young men who are le- increasingly young men, that's how they learn about yeah. what women want. So they're like, oh, she's saying she doesn't want it, but she yeah. does want it because mm. look, yeah. she's really enjoying yeah. it. So look, she's got six guys at the same time and she's really enjoying it, but she says she doesn't want 
it mm. and that's the problem is that I think there's that whole little thing about has yeah. the woman actually said this is something that she wants to do because, and that's very clearly and she enjoys it because there's nothing wrong if that's what you enjoy um, and I think Nancy Friday clocked on to the whole idea of you know women do have these violent fantasies and one of the reasons is because if someone does something to you you don't necessarily carry the guilt and women are raised to carry a lot of guilt about sex and claiming their sexuality so I think you know, it's there's a complicated nothing, issue. It's a complicated issue. I've noticed to be clear that they're definitely in porn. It's a very different thing. Yeah, it is a bit of a different thing. On on make love not porn, it is there is significantly less violent sex, yeah, which so, is interesting. So we basically tasked ourselves with watching um, some feminist porn, and that was Cherry's one that you sort of landed on. So can you just explain what it is and what you liked or didn't like about it? I was not expecting to like it, and I love it. Amazing. It's so not... Is this the one where you can record yourself yes, and upload so yourself? Absolutely. So it's all amateur sex. Well, people submit their own videos, mm. And, I mean, there's just all the colours of the rainbow on there. Mm -hmm. There's men masturbating on their own in the shower, Mm -hmm. on the floor. There is... um, I mean, there's just... I mean, there's just everything. Mm. And it's all... What I found really striking about it... And you can... So you pay for a subscription. Mm. Or if you can just have a little search on it. If you don't want to pay, you can have a look and you can see clips and videos. But what I've been surprised at is how hot it is watching two people have sex who are really, really into each mm. other. Yeah, because there's real couples on there, essentially, there is rather really, than there real couples. Yeah. But, you know, it's awful because I've only ever watched more Pornhub stuff, which mm. is, now, now I realise it, it's so... It's it's a bit like having a it's a bit like having a McDonald's and then you have a really incredible burger. But you know what's worrying me there? You know when you say real people because there used to be a genre which was kind of like you know in the traditionally magazines there would be readers wives so there were the models who were the kind of pin-ups that men would have on the cover of the magazine but then they could send in pictures of their wives and then I think actually that became really popular so sort of real people and I I mean I will admit you know I don't have a perfect physique but if I'm watching people getting it on together I kind of, I want them to have a bit of an aspirational look yeah. about them. That's what would make it rousing I, to again, me. I agree. I, I, I agree. But I've, I have to say I've been surprised. Do you know what? Sometimes I, I want your kind of classic, your classic stereotypical scene. But I've been surprised at how incredibly hot it is watching real people have sex and it's really into each other you feel the chemistry you feel the lust mm-hmm. the intensity yeah. of that lust and actually i thought well maybe it won't be as naughty and half the fun of porn is it feels a bit mm. naughty and it's a bit you know it's really sexy but it's really naughty watching two people have sex who are clearly really into each other it's not put on for, it is put on for you but there's a much more voyeuristic feel to it which is kind of fun and naughty but nobody nobody what's nice about it is there is a bit of a less kind of dirty taste in your mouth. You don't so feel guilty. You don't feel guilty because mm. everyone's having a really, really good time. Mm-hmm. And, and the women being, orgasm. And they're being paid. So everyone that uploads paid. video, I think they get 50% of any earnings from their mm. videos. So obviously Make Love Not Porn will take its cut for hosting and publicising and finding an audience. But essentially they're going to make money from their performance it's also something interesting as well I think if you're interested in people I do not watch porn for stories there's this idea that 
women like the storyline mm-hmm. and I hate the storyline I always fast forward to the good bits I'm in no way not it's all funny, women want the plumber coming in and the music I, I, I mean I get right in there I don't have I'm very busy I do not have time for a storyline and also I just don't want that so but I I found watching the real couples have sex you know you they, they are real couples and they're in their real house and they're doing their favorite thing and it you know you get a little synopsis so jane came home from work and she was really tired i'd made her supper but she wasn't you know she wasn't feeling that and so and so i did the, but that's know. a different thing though isn't it because that's i like literally real... can't believe it. that synopsis was so boring <laughs> i'm so turned on right I've now never... <laughs> jane comes <laughs> home and she opens a packet of tomatoes <laughs> and she makes a salad dressing and then decides she's a bit tired so she puts the electric blanket on and goes to bed it's not too like erotic <laughs> i think do you think make love make love not porn are gonna sue me <laughs> For worst ad ever. <laughs> By the way, it's a lot. <laughs> I will say that what they do have on their website is a bit of a manifesto as to what they what they want on their site. And actually, you are right. They say that they love a bit of backstory. They love a bit of context. They also say, which I think is hilarious, is that if something funny or unexpected happens during the shack, so if the light bulb blows or um, the cat one jumps onto farts. the bed or one of them farts, they say keep it in. They say we like oh. that. And apparently that does quite well as that sort of reality. Apparently there's... Two of their really famous, um, like, stars that have made a real career out of it happen to be proper porn stars, mm. but they, they basically film their off-camera sex for Make Love Not Porn, and they're really popular, and apparently in their sex scenes they'll say, like, I'm actually really hungry, can we stop and make a sandwich, or whatever, and people love it, because yeah, I guess it's, it's a combination of YouTubers and porn, and people kind of get sucked into the sort of drama of it. That's a really, really good point. I think that's exactly what it is, is that you get an insight into someone's life, yes. a real life, not set up and scripted, where the girl, oh, I hate it in porny porn, where the girls are like, oh, oh, oh. that feels amazing. Oh, God, it's great. But it's usually that yeah. good the whole way. I know, but what gets me down is that's usually when they're just taking their pants off. <laughs> and so they're like going, oh, my God, I'm having an orgasm. My pants are coming off. Oh, oh my God, I've just seen your bum and my pants are coming off and I'm having an orgasm. And I'm like, no, this is not fair because for young guys, yeah. they're yeah. going to think, why? This girl's taking her pants off and she's not had an orgasm yet. What's oh. going on? Or, or the girl will be, the girl will go down on a guy and make noises like how much she's eating a fettuccine. The, <laughs> like, she's, like she's eating a fettuccine. Oh, this is so good. But I do oh. think, I think you're right. It sets a, it sets a ridiculous standard. It makes me want to shout into my television, my television, my projector. <laughs> into my telephone. Into my telephone. <laughs> into my empty into telephone. My wireless. This is so annoying and it sets a really bad standard. We suffer as a consequence. And then a guy will try for 10 seconds mm. to, to, to give you an orgasm. Mm. You don't orgasm, so suddenly you're tricky. Yeah. Well, you're frigid. You're, you're frigid because you didn't take your pants off and have an orgasm. Well, I didn't have any fettuccine. so hard to please. <laughs> Cherry, I wanted to ask you, how did you feel from like a body confidence point of view? So I loved like, it. Real versus wax and fake and I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I thought it was euphoric. Wow. Because I was so expecting to not to find real bodies not a turn on and that says everything about me and I completely put my hands up to it I've grown up in a world where it's just not okay to not have a perfect body even though I don't have a perfect body and it's so and I'm come 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 I am I am I am I have been on a one woman mission since I was about 28 to unpick that shit and I'm doing really well and I'm absolutely committed to it 
but that was that little thought of, oh, I just don't think it's going to be that hot. And sometimes it's not. Like, sometimes I'll click onto a couple and I'll think, I'm just not into this. And mm. other times I just automatically think, this is just fucking hot. Mm. And... And they're not perfect bodies. They're normal bodies. And actually, it's really nice to see. I tell you what I love. I love seeing another bo- another woman's body and thinking this is so hot and gorgeous and they're having wonderful sex with her boyfriend. It's super gorgeous and hot. And seeing that she might have a belly roll. Yeah. Or she might have that bit. You know, when you put your leg up and your, and your hip, there's a big bit of flesh and, and fat on your thigh. And realising how nobody cares. I don't care. She still looks super hot. The yeah. sex is really hot mm. that's also affirming as well mm. because if you're having sex I sometimes look down and I'm like oh my god I look disgusting in this position mm-hmm. well, how does anybody want to have sex with me but nobody cares no, at not when you're all. in it oh god no no. I don't care, Cherry, if that happens. Look, when if, you're you sex, sex, yeah, if you I, and I have sex, just for the record, do you please don't mind? I don't mind. Um, so, Lisa, what did you like about feminist porn? Do you like it? So, it really varies. I'd say the quality varies of the stuff that I have seen. And it's, it's really about personal taste. So, um, for example, there's a filmmaker called Jennifer Lyon Bell. And she very much goes in for the whole storyline thing. Mm. And, and there's a lot of story. <laughs> a lot of story. And kind of like, fast forward. Where is the action? story. Yes. So yeah. there's actually too much story for me in her films. However, what I really like about it is I watched it. And I was lucky enough to interview her. And I, one of my questions was, do the actors all know each other? Are they real couples? Because there was a real intimacy and chemistry between her sort of lead actors. And she said, no. But I'm really glad you said that because I just cast really carefully and make sure that there is a proper tangible chemistry between the actors that don't know each other. Um, And I liked that because there was like a spark, a bit of electricity. But there's a lot of story and I think they are popular films, just not so much for me. Um... There's an, uh, on the other side, there's a German filmmaker called Petra Joy, who is a joy to talk to and to see her interviewed. She's just so wonderful, really sort of eccentric, loud, liberated lady. And her films are not much storyline, but lots of things like texture, colour, music. They're very sensuous. They're very mm. sensual. She, th- she calls it guy candy. She says it's really important for women viewers to see a sexy back, you know, on a man. Oh. You know, things like that, which the traditional porn maker would definitely not think about. You don't get mm. any of that. Yeah, no, you don't. Um, and her films are, I'd say aesthetically, like, I think they could be a bit trendier. They are a little bit kind of louche, plush, red velvet and whatever, but they're pretty hot. The best I've seen was, um, you know, the erotic boutique Coco de Mer, mm. which used to be owned by Sam Roddick um, they, they've done a compilation of sort of short erotic films and they were super hot and sexy mm. and they just had things quite everyday situations but sort of glamorous like, what, like you know, buying golden syrup in Tesco that's one of their best sellers <laughs> indeed what normal I mean, situations gets me off um, no just stuff like a, a, a really nice looking but curvy girl in a lovely pair of um, pants, uh, pants which obviously we've talked, we've not edible, but we have talked before about the joy of some pretty felinicas, um sitting on top of a washing machine, for example, and finding that hot enough, and then a sexy guy comes and they, they get it on, and like that's just like real hot sex that's not too pervy, not too sexist, and I'm sure it's she's followed after. It's not dungeons. And, you know, the girl, I think, was, I would say, probably a size 16, 18. Didn't matter, mm. you know, and See, that's I would really itself. recommend that. Mm. Now, Anarchy has done a bit of both. So, Anarchy did a hilarious article for thehotbedcollective.com about her big porno experiment where oh, she yes. tasked herself with watching loads of hardcore porn and saw what, ha- what happened to her brain. And you've also seen, is it Erica Lust as yes, well? Yes, yes, yes. It's funny because actually, 
I, I mean, I had watched porn before, I must say. It wasn't the first time. But I did have a whole kind of week, I guess, of watching watching porn and actually challenging myself on the categories. So, you know, you get all the categories that come they, up. Some of them porn scare up. me. So I, I just, I went for the ones that I hadn't seen before. Um, and it was funny, actually, because I found, I, I, the worrying thing for me is that I definitely became desensitised quite quickly. Oh, okay. So basically I got to the point where I was... I was quite immune to seeing a lot of stuff. But also, when I was out in public, I was just looking at guys and thinking, I wonder how big his cock is. Yes. I wonder, you know, what kind of porn he watches. I mean, it was really strange. Yes. It was a, quite a weird experiment. So it really... It really... It kind of... your perception. Yeah, of, I could it, see, basically, that I could essentially be locked in a room there is a bit in sex in the city where i'm showing my age here but she gets locked up with a vibrator and she can't leave the house for about six months because she's got a new vibrator but there was this kind of thing where actually i can see that certainly if you watched a lot of porn and didn't go out you would start to become quite weird because yes. it warps your view of people. It so does. you do sort of yeah. look at other people and I think, well, I wonder what they're like in bed. Oh, look, he's got a nice butt. It's almost like you've got x-ray vision. Yes. Yeah. So even in really inappropriate situations, like in a park with a dad, yes. you'll be thinking, oh, I wonder if he's got a hard-on or what would it be like <laughs> if I whipped him over the climbing frame and spanked him? But it was just because it was just this Coming whole... to Pornhub soon. It was this really strange thing. Um, but I... the other thing I didn't like was they had a lot of combinations which were revolting guys with really hot women but what they didn't mm. seem to have no they didn't have revolting women with really nice guys they just had they had this weird thing where it was you know like old men yeah. with young women yeah um or fat men with old with young women but it was that was always the kind of thing that actually it was kind of really revolting looking men well, if, if, yeah, if, if 99.9 percent nice of porn is made for guys yeah then some guys who don't have the perfect physique want to see them. Yeah, but I could have done with something round... Well, maybe round... They didn't seem to have a category where it was kind of middle-aged ladies from Ealing <laughs> with a dad in the, in the local park while the children are at school. Which Anarchy. would have been... This is your corner. I feel like you found your yeah, niche. Yeah, this is it. That would have been my that little been category. Amazing. Agreed. Yeah. And I, the... I did exactly the same thing. So when Anarchy did her experiment, she challenged me to do it too. And I couldn't quite bring myself to watch the proper porn. Um, but I did look at Instagram and I got down a bit of a, a wormhole in Instagram where it was sort of like going from one kind of sexy account to another just to kind of write about it. And... I found exactly the same thing because I was looking at these absolutely beautiful bodies and then I was walking around my neighbourhood going, why is everyone so ugly around here? (laughs) And it really did affect how I viewed people and it did raise my standards. This was within a few days and actually, yes. It made my language much worse. So I kept using the F word just in everyday scenarios (laughs) because I think I'd heard it so often. You're like, she loves it. When you had your fettuccine, did you orgasm? I think, yeah, exactly. It's just really weird because once those images are in your brain, they, they don't really come out. And that's why I'm a bit worried, because I'm an older lady where I've had a whole history of stuff. Anarchy's 103. But yeah, but if I was a young person and this was... Because basically we didn't have all these things at all. So I'm just... I'm slightly worried that for impressionable brains, it's quite... It, the amount of porn, but also just the kind of... The variety of it, but also just how it can creep into your consciousness and start almost making you like a bit of a bonkers psycho yeah. masturbator mad Absolutely. person. Now there is this, and again another study. I mean, first of all, the, the average age of um, 
first exposure to porn is 11 and people believe that that is now getting younger and younger mm. because the pornographer like marketing people are very clever at targeting younger people to widen their audience um they there is a study that shows that it can affect how your um, brain works the younger you're exposed to porn so it's currently being debated it's still kind of early days the analysis obviously is it's got a long way to go but we need to Shall we have a mission? I think we should do something about it. I, I had exactly the same thought process as Cherry, where I thought, why is it called, why is good porn, ethical porn, called feminist porn? It shouldn't be called that. It should be ethical porn. We question things like the origin of where our food comes from and how the animals are treated. And um, sex is fun, and I'd never be so puritanical to say, like, do not watch other people having sex on screen. Like, actually, it's great. It triggers mm. desire. It's also as old as time. It's on all yes, the Greek pots. You go to the right. British Museum, it's yeah. everywhere. But I even think having this conversation, because it's strange that actually a lot of women won't even admit to watching porn know, in the first I place. Know. So even just having this conversation, because I've, I've spoken to so many friends who say that their partners watch it and they make jokes. There's lots of jokes about, oh, he's got his own iPad, oh, it's all sticky, or it's got a bit of cling film on it, whatever. <laughs> all those kind of jokes. But they don't actually say that. And then when I've had my you know really close friends just going like, oh, no, you know, I don't watch that at all. And I just think, come off it. Just say yeah. that you do. It's fine. Now, I just want to read out a comment from one of our Instagram followers. So we've been asking for people's thoughts on our topics. And we've got a really good thing on feminist porn here that I'm going to read out. It's from at Rasheen CS. Rasheen CS. She says, hello, collective. Loving the podcast so far. Hooray. Thank you. We love you, too. On the topic of porn, I'm doing my MA in sexuality studies in Dublin. And what a great degree. Oh, my God. Why did I knock myself off with modern languages? Uh. This was the very subject of my lecture last week. I have watched porn in the past and investigated feminist porn, but I'm stuck in an in-between opinion about the whole thing. On one hand, I just can't believe that any porn can be truly feminist when it feeds back into and perpetuates an industry that at its core exists on the sale of women's and girls' bodies. No matter if it's made by women for women, it still conforms to a lot of deeply embedded societal norms, especially heterosexual norms, about sex, sexuality, gender and power. But, capital letters, but... I also wonder if the only way to change such an industry is to have people making feminist porn and change it all from the inside out. Maybe one day, if women are at the helm of production, distribution and consumption of porn, then it can truly change from its origins of basically being the watching slash viewing of the act of prostitution, Greek origins of the word, which is just what you were saying. I mean, a lot of this can't, I mean it's just as old as time. Hmm. So pornography used to be watching prostitution. And, you know, she's made a really good point there. It's basically the same until women are very looked after that they're making paid the same as men paid the same I think there are women in the industry who are making a lot of money Mm. don't get me wrong but it's not it's still preliminary I've forgotten my speech I've watched so much (laughs) porn Um, it's still predominantly uh, owned and run by men Mm. maybe we should rename it maybe we should call it free range porn free range free range I'd see ethical for me just doesn't it's definitely a new I don't get fizzy from ethical porn no free range is slightly free range slightly but then the thing is you're bringing the chicken into it um, so I'm thinking about a chicken involved in the what can we call it Organic porn. Um, well, look, our, our readers and listeners cool. are really good at coming up with Come great Come on, terms. people, help us. More of that later. So when we set our homework, that will be the teacher's pet homework for Extra Gold Star. So I'm now going to throw to the show. This is our live show that we held in Shoreditch a couple of months ago. Um, people who've listened to our podcast before know what the score is, but basically the three of us put ourselves on a stage um, and talked about 
all kinds of funny stuff to a great crowd and we'll be holding one again more details on that very very soon but in this particular segment of our live show we talk about lube. Lube. Lubrication. Lube, 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 lube. Oh, I love a bit of lube. Can't, oh, be, can't lube. do without it. You can even cook me with it. Do you know that? 35 <laughs> years to be able to admit that mm. it's not pervy to need lube. As long as you don't get it out on the bus, it's fine. I don't often. No. I don't use it as a product for my face. It's or a hand. great lip balm. Now, it's actually similar to when we were talking about pelvic floor, we were saying, like, it's not just for... Um, women who've had a baby and it's not just it's also for sort of older ladies um, and really anyone at any stage and I think it's the same for lube is it's not just for um, you know ageing ladies it's basically going to make ageing labia ageing labia (laughs) ageing ladies with the ageing labia (laughs) ageing labia Um, it's for everyone like lube can make uh, sex hell a lot more good we're kind of pro lube aren't we at the hotbed collective we think it's fantastic pro lube oh it's so good (laughs) Where do you stand on current affair issues? We're pro lube. We're <laughs> pro um, So we review um, something called Yes Organics, which has its own funny backstory, which I talk about. If anyone is familiar with the amazing Netflix show Grace and Frankie, or Frankie and Grace, I know. I'm just getting into that now, actually. Do you like yeah, it? Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, it's I taken think... me a while because yeah. I just thought they were a bit grumpy to start with. Yes, but, same. Yeah. On paper, I think it sounds like. The worst show ever. Have you seen it, Cherry? No, I'm, I've got a Netflix night tonight. I'm, I'll start it. Start it, yeah, but start give it, it some time. So it's got Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin as two ladies whose husbands leave them for each other. So they embark on a gay relationship. And then the the, the women that are, um, have been left end up living together. And they're, very, they're chalk and cheese. Uh, Lily Tomlin's character is hippy dippy. I do love her, Lily and Tomlin. And Jane yeah. Fonda's character is corporate, retired corporate, doesn't eat anything. She's so slim, and it—I mean—it just sounds awful. However, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not—I know I'm not selling it, but that's the premise. Mm. But it's actually really good, mainly on the strength of Lily Tomlin's character. Yeah, she's just fantastic. And um, anyway, they set up a kind of lube company, and the Yes Organics is kind of the real world version of that. So we review that and. We ask our audience to think of a better word for lube because you you're, you guys are just so good at this vocabulary thing. Let's throw to the show. Let's throw Here to the it show. is. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Do we have to talk about lube? Yes, we do. Don't you think it needs a new name? Lube. 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 I hate the name. It's unfortunate. But you can't call it like sex juice because that's worse. Oh, that's. Anyone got any good ideas for rebranding lube? Gel. I don't know if that's better. You seem excellent, but I don't know. Gel. It could also be anything, couldn't it? It could be like hair gel, shower gel. Silky sauce. That's nice. That is the best offering. I like that one. So we're going to talk about a particular brand today, and that's this one. It's called Yes. So Yes Organic was founded by Susie and Sarah, who worked for Pfizer when Viagra was created, and they saw this sudden surge in interest in sex uh, from older men that previously couldn't do it, and then they heard from the the other halves and the women were basically saying, oh, it's not working for me anymore. Like, my partner wants loads of sex and it's all gone a bit dry down there and it's not really working. So they decided to basically leave Pfizer, sell their houses and set up Yes Organics. And that is the story. So they basically dedicated themselves to making this amazing lube, which is organic Mm. and free of any nasties and it's completely got women in mind and it's pretty incredible and they lent us some products they didn't lend them they didn't want them back I didn't want them back so basically the reason I like this is because it's very it's just like normal and nice and it's not I, I like it when sex can be like lovely and wonderful and it's not kind of salacious and like it's sex is a really lovely thing and I think this brand has got it really really on the nose with their branding their products is really good I like the I like the only one that slightly confuses me is the vaginal moisturising gel well, this is, I, yeah. I was confused by that, but I'd like to be pushed out my comfort zone, and I, I will try this. I've got a very moisturised vagina currently. But I think... I just feel yeah. like, what's there to lose? I love moisturiser. Uh, so anyway, that's my... Th- th- those are my thoughts. Okay, well, I was, I was quite different in that I didn't get an opportunity to try the loo, but I did use the mousse. So they make a mousse... And that is actually an organic vaginal wash. And uh, my daughter loves to wash her hair with it. And she actually, it's, it's organic. So I think it's very, very friendly on your skin. It's got a very kind pH balance. It's lovely. I haven't used the lube. And I think I'm from a generation where maybe we're not so comfortable with lube. So I, I was quite shocked when I heard that everybody was using it. And I felt like I'd not learned how to do this thing. And so I am definitely going to use it now that I am learning about how to become more attracted to my partner. Um, but I can definitely recommend the mousse because the mousse I think if you want to wash your vagina and you want to wash your child's hair with one product I would definitely recommend this product I take two bottles into the shower Uh, we get through uh, honestly we get through mountains of the stuff and I'm actually hoping that someone will sponsor me and my family because I think it's a product for everybody it's brilliant (laughs) it's great so it is great, and it also has... There's two products, so this is an interesting factor for you. Um, in your goodie bags, you will have two uh, sachets of this, and one is oil-based and one is water-based. And the theory behind this is oil and water do not mix, which means that they slide off each other. So I don't know if you catch my drift, but basically insects, that can be quite useful. Apply both of them, and you get this lovely extra layer, and it's smooth as silk, or silky sauce, etc. Silky sauce. It's silky sauce. And uh, another little tactic that we've picked up uh, since reviewing these products is um, 
if there is a big problem with communication and you don't want to make it very obvious that you want to have sex but you want to kind of suggest it, then I think put the lube out like some kind of beacon in your bathroom. As in, I've applied that and I'm ready. So you know how like in swinging circles, it's like you have a certain plant in your front garden to show that you're up for it or you put your keys in any bowl that you come across. Put your lube out right by the loo. Put your lube on, get to bed and there we go. Green light for everyone. Got the Deliveroo, got the Chardonnay and the lube. (laughs) So true to form, we've got a bottle of lube and a bottle of Chardonnay. So it's party time at Hotbed HQ. And and, and you know, we're going to write a rap song or maybe an R&B song about that. There ain't nothing wrong with a bit of Chardonnay and lube. That is already a song, isn't it? There yeah, we can ask Craig wrong. David to rap on it. What is that song with a bump and grind? That's bump and grind. That's R. Grind? Kelly. Okay. But it should have been Chardonnay and Lube, definitely. Put I'm lube on it on my some lube on my Chardonnay, girls. <laughs> Maybe they could do Chardonnay flavoured lube next. I think the problem is, yeah. is that if you get the lube out too soon, it is a bit presumptuous. And so I don't know what it's like in the modern dating world. And but okay, if I'm you literally say, get it out on the table with the wine, you're not creating any ambiguity there. Anarchy, I really lo- want that. I would love to think that you would do that. Um, here On the is, first uh, date. I've made shepherd's pie. I've got and shepherd's here's pie. Wine and, I've got a um, nice tiramisu from Lidl. Oh, that's Lidl. Still. A brand new pot of loo. And a new loo. I think when you go for dinner and it's a couple, and it's clearly a couple, you know how they, like, their head wine waiter will come over with a bottle of wine and present it to the table. Like, they should be like, and maybe, can well, I interest you in this loo? Would you like this lube? It's a vintage wonder, lube. It's got a high note of sommelier, a lube sommelier. I think we yes. could do this. But I think that we've done so much reviewing of mm. lube. I wonder whether we are almost master lubers. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. And what do you do with the extra lube? And you know how someone who's really good at wine is a nose? Yeah. That's what you call someone who's... So what <laughs> would you call us? A fanny. A, a vulva. A vulva. We're just a vulva. We're the hotel's We're evolving. Vulva. We're evolving. Once again, evolving. Oh. On that note, we are going to go, I think. What's I think our homework? quite enough. Homework. Oh, so we're going to set some homework. We're going to... Um, Send you all out and you want, we want you to go on adventures in feminist porn. We want you to look up mm. some ethical porn, look up some of the people that we've and mentioned. think of a new name as well. And we want you to think of a new name for... Feminist porn. Feminist porn. And please send us links to any that you particularly like. We'd love to spread the word on the good stuff. Mm. Um, let's try and really create um, um, a bit of a buzz around it. Mm-hmm. That would be... Exactly. Uh, I think it's a good thing, you know, for all our children's sake. And also, we haven't named all of the feminist porn, so there might be some people who are listening and they're thinking, actually, I've watched some really good stuff and it's made by so-and-so, and I'd like to hear about that. Yes, defo. Or go make your own bit of feminist porn. Magic. Yes. So we'll see you next week, or you'll hear us next week. It's I'd like something up my bottom, please. That is the name of the episode. Please don't miss it. Oh, come, uh, come. Oh, hello. You have to do the come, come. Saucy, come, come. Come, come. Come, come and have, let's, I'm hungry, fettuccine time. Magic. Enjoy your fettuccine this week, everyone. So uh, how was that for you? If you enjoyed it as much as we did, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to The Hotbed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to listen. Each one makes a massive difference.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 